0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Tony Katz! That's me, hello. Alright, the guy other guy said it. I just want to make sure. You heard it. 833-468-8669. That is the number. 833-GOT-TONY. Write it down. Uh, Write it down. Put it in your phone. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. More and more coming out on those economic numbers. A a good month. 155,965,000 people employed. Manufacturing jobs up 37,000. I actually have a... uh, it's really cool. Someone put uh, at, uh, at CNBC, not MSNBC, they wouldn't know uh, how. They put together the chart. They put together the chart of where the jobs are. It's, re- it's really cool to look at. Professional and business services are up 51,000. Now, I st- I'm telling you, I, my problem here is I wish I had a better definition of what professional and business services are. Is that like, because I think law firms, right? Or, or or is that like a sales force kind of job leisure and hospitality is up 40,000 wholesale trade 12,000 retail trade 7,000 construction 19,000 I always look at construction with the with the least amount of seriousness because so much of that is seasonal right you're building in the summer months the construction jobs better be high uh, in in that month where uh, things are lower have gone down financial activities and down 13,000, government jobs. Now, I'm not sure what it was before. I'm not sure if there's a specific reason to it in terms of summer versus uh, regular, uh, quote-unquote, calendar year kind of stuff. But anytime government jobs are down, I'm just, <laughs> I'm all I'm all about the happy. I'm all about uh, the applause right there. Woohoo! Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. So So it's pretty interesting where the numbers are. And then this. Hispanic unemployment hits a record low. There is a whole conversation that the reason President Trump's polling numbers, for what you want to believe in polling numbers, but Rasmussen had, had him at 50%, full disclosure, Rasmussen always has him a little bit higher. Even during the campaign, Rasmussen always had it a, a little bit higher. There is a, a thought process that the reason that President Trump's numbers are so high is because he has a, a a massive amount of approval in the Hispanic world, in the Hispanic, quote-unquote, community. Now, I can't give you a reason uh, for that now. It could be because there, there are jobs. You would think that the guy who is in favor of a, a tough border policy wouldn't have that. But I have always found, at least in my experiences, that this feeling that... Everybody who is is an immigrant all of a sudden wants open borders. That's nonsense. I take my own uh family. My grandmother came over from Poland in the 30s. My grandfather came over from Poland in the 30s. They didn't know each other. They met here in the US. They met in Brooklyn. Uh they met at night school. They met in night school learning English. That's a true story. Uh just just fantastic. And they would they would walk around, I think was it was the Brooklyn Bridge. Manhattan Bridge? Which bridge was it? I'm trying to think where they lived versus where they were, but they would walk the bridge back home because it was cheaper than taking uh, the the bus. Such a great story, such a oh, I love that. Um, but uh, you find that that people have come to the country and understand what the United States has has to offer and value, and aren't interested in it becoming this socialist Alexandria Ocasio Cortez masturbatory fantasy kind of place. Um, they they appreciate. They understand it. They don't think that you should just come into the country illegally. So maybe there's something to that. You know, it's amazing that, you know, we've created this hyphenization of America. Everyone wants to be something American, Mexican-American, Colombian-American, African-American. Uh, and you go through all these kinds of things, the hyphenization is, is kicking our butt every which way but loose. The hyphenization is absolutely ruining us. As as a nation, because it takes away from being Americans. It, it's, it's really a problem. But these numbers are interesting about the unemployment. I'm curious about the other part of it. Uh, unemployment for Hispanic or Latino workers, I do not know how they categorize the difference, fell to 4.5%. Lower than the previous 4.6%. That was last month. Man, that's good news. Also brings to question... If this is what's happening, don't you vote for the people who keep this going? Isn't this a problem now for the Democratic Party, which would rely uh, supposedly, ostensibly on voters who are Hispanic or Latino? If they're going to break it up into the category, so am I. Honestly, if you know the difference, uh, put it in 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 the uh, let me know on Twitter at Tony Katz, or if you're catching the podcast, put it in the comments of the podcast. Uh, I would appreciate it. Uh, put it on my Facebook page, Tony Katz Radio. That'd be great. Um. It, it, it could be that people are like, wait a second. This guy is crazy, but it's working. Everyone's screaming and yelling at him, but everybody's got a job. You know what? We got to vote for the people who make sure he can keep people keeping jobs. We That's that's what we got to do. That's what we got to go for. I'm curious as to how all of that is is going to play out. I wonder if there is going to be a uh, serious, serious move uh in 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 this regard uh, i i changing gears there is a story out of michigan that i don't understand now i'm about to share with you a story i do not understand what it is that uh, that i'm looking at allow me to share this with you there's a federal judge named gershwin drain that's his name. With the name Gershwin Drain, you only all you could be is a judge. That's it. That's it. Either that or you can run a bank. These are your two options. If your name is Gershwin Drain. He's in Detroit, a U.S. district judge. And what happened is that there was a, a group called the A. Philip Randolph Institute sued the Michigan Secretary of State and sued to overturn a ban that the legislature that was Republican-led passed in 2015. What they did back then is that um, they eliminated straight-party voting. So picture it. You want to vote for the Democrats? You click one button. Click. You voted for every Democrat. You want to vote for Republicans? Click. You vote for every Republican. And the legislature at the time, they got rid of the uh the straight ticket voting well this group the a philip randolph institute sued they sued and what they said is um that this was nothing more than a push to towards a quote continuous step to undermine working class people and i said what the what am i missing in this conversation well, the argument is, is that if you don't have straight party voting, it will lead to long lines at the polls, and it discriminates against black people who vote using the straight party option at a higher rate. And my, I'm like, what the hell? What is this? So he issued the, the judge, Gershwin Drain, which, by the way, is going to be my, my new Fortnite name. My Fortnite name has got to be Gershwin Drain. It has to be. Uh, he issued an injunction stopping the ban from being in effect, and and now it's it's it it's no longer going to be. And he wrote that the legislature quote intentionally discriminated against African Americans in violation of the equal protection clause uh, of the Constitution. He also said it violated the federal Voting Rights Act, and said that Michigan voters defeated attempts to end straight ticket voting in 1964 and 2001. Okay. I I. I here is where I'm I'm lost. Why is it why is it discriminatory? I'm not saying that you can't have it. Right? That's not the argument that I'm making. I want to know why is it that people think that someone who's black can't vote without hitting one button. That I cannot tell you if this is a conversation of discrimination or if this is a conversation of racism. What the hell? You're black? Here, we'll make it easy for you. Just press this button because you can't be trusted to think? To be able to go through and read it all? I'm sorry. I read that and the screams of racism just go off in my head everywhere. I am stunned by this story. The overturning or whatever, that's that's for legal scholars to get into and, and we'll dig into that another time. But what they're saying is if you're black, you can't figure out how to vote. I'm sorry I reject that premise I reject it because I'm not a racist I'm Tony Katz that he abused uh his wife she the wife allegedly contacted the wife of Urban Meyer the head coach back in 2015 in 2018 just this, just last month the assistant was fired So the conversation is what did Urban Meyer know and when did he know it and should he have acted upon it? His contract with Ohio State University says uh, that if he knows or there's reasonable belief that he should have known, he has to act upon it. So did he condone the abuse because it was a good assistant coach and he wanted to win? Stories have come out about uh, former players and how he treated players and things he looked the other way on when players would – act inappropriately, right and I, I try and separate the, the separate out the players' conversation from this conversation about allegations because it's it's a really deep question about are, are you supposed to act on an allegation in a way that ends someone's career? What if the allegations false so or don't you wait for investigations these these kinds of things. But the pylon is just going through uh the the roof people coming out from all quarters. Talk about uh, how angry they are at Urban Meyer, so uh, this Ohio State University. Luke Fickle, do you know who Luke Fickle is? He is the head football coach at the University of Cincinnati. These are the Bearcats, right? He's at the University of Cincinnati, and he is saying, discussing the fact because he was an assistant coach at at Ohio State University from two thousand two to two thousand sixteen. Uh, And he's saying uh, that he's uh, lost all respect. All respect for him. Wait, no, not all respect. He's got the utmost respect. I take it back that he's got the utmost respect. So he's got defenders. I thought this guy was coming out to attack him because everybody over the last 24 hours has been, oh, yeah, it's over. Oh, yeah, it's over for Urban Meyer. Oh, yeah. Yeah uh it it just just no question about it it's it, it's over it's done it's 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 finished. Here's the coach from the University of Cincinnati who worked there saying he's got the utmost respect for uh for for urban Meyer. I don't know. We all know in our program we don't condone violence, especially violence against women. There's no place for it. I've got the utmost respect for my alma mater and coach Meyer. It's. It is more and more looking like Urban Meyer is just going to be finished, but I see stuff like this, and I'm like, is there is there any sp- I mean I was going to ask the question anyway, there's still an investigation. maybe there's still a, a chance for him. Now he's got people coming out to defend him. Curious how this all plays out, but it really led to this conversation of of if what do you do on an allegation how do you How do you act upon an allegation? And what is the responsibility? And what are the odds you think he knew? I think Because that's the game I think people in the football world are playing. What are the odds that he knew? That, of course, he knew. There was no question that he knew. And he didn't want to say anything about it because, in the end, all he wants to do is win. He just wants to win. He doesn't care how he wins. He doesn't care who he needs to win. All he wants to do is win. So, good Lord, get him the victory. We're gonna we're gonna find out. I honestly don't think how he keeps the job, and and I I, st- I still don't know where I am on the whole. What do you do about allegations? I mean, I'm telling you, I'm just lost on on that subject. Only because if you know something like this, I do think you have to act out upon it, right? Because the position that you're in, right, as the head football coach, you know that that's that's the the the, the scrutiny level. You are on a different standard in a different plane than, let's say, it's just a a friend or something like that, an acquaintance or somebody else you know, someone who works for you, and you've got the reputation of an entire school behind you, and you just saw what happened at Michigan State. Michigan State's a little different because it seems that everybody purposely looked the other way, and they let girls get tortured. The more you look at the Michigan State Larry Nassar story, the more gross you feel. It's just awful. Let's talk about something less gross. Let's talk about the Democratic Socialists. Can you imagine? Less gross than Larry Nassar. Uh, Wanting to overthrow capitalism? That is still horrifically uh, gross. And in an op-ed that was on Vox, um, a woman by the name of Megan Day, uh, she is a member of the Democratic Socialists of America, which is known as the Socialists of America. There's no such thing as a Democratic Socialist. It's an invented word. And she's a writer for a a, a magazine uh, called Jacobin which is a socialist magazine, or is it Jacobin? I think it's Jacobin. I think that's how it's, how it's pronounced. Uh, she said, I am a, a staff writer at the socialist magazine Jacobin and a member of DSA, which is the socialists. And here's the truth. In the long run, democratic socialists want to end capitalism. And we want to do that by pursuing a reform agenda today in an effort to revive a politics focused on class hierarchy and inequality in the United States. The eventual goal is to transform the world to promote everyone's needs rather than to produce massive profits for a small handful of citizens. These people are evil. These people are evil, and they are as dumb as ever. Now, the the, the problem is when you say that, uh, people are like, Tony, Why would you're ending conversation. I believe that to be true. Anytime you use the words dumb and stupid. You end the conversation. So let me try and find a a better way. They say their eventual goal is to transform the world, to promote everyone's needs rather than to produce massive profits for a small handful of citizens. I would say to them that if you look at the course of history, which they have never done, once they read Karl Marx, they were done looking at history. Once you look at the absolute course of history... Capitalism has done more to promote the needs of everyone than any other system in the history of the world ever, and that without capitalism, you cannot meet anybody's needs. It can't be done. Stop telling me about Nordic countries, because this Nordic socialism is not socialism. Uh, this, This capitalist base, this free market base that they still utilize while adding on this welfare state, and it's not working for them. No, no, no. Socialist countries are Cuba and Venezuela. Now, what I want is the guarantee that we will not be Cuba and Venezuela. Now, if you say to me, well, Tony, well, at least Cuba, they've got near 100% literacy rate. Okay. But they tell you what to read. So what's the value? Not that we shouldn't work to increase literacy here. Tell me where to send 10 books. I'll do it today. Uh, first person to, to tweet me. Uh, at Tony Katz, and tell me where to send 10 books. I'll do it today. Tell me the library to donate 10 books I'm in. Happy to. I'm not opposed to literacy. I'm opposed to the idea that government can tell you what you can and can't read, can and can't say, can and can't write. This is what I'm fundamentally opposed to, and so should you be, because that's not a value. That trade-off doesn't work. Let's talk about the concept of healthcare the very concept of healthcare is the idea that when you have uh th- this government run healthcare everybody is taken care of this is untrue you can tell me about the great medicine system of cuba and michael moore can do his movies however when i need the operation where else would i rather be If we want to talk about the evils of socialism, Hugo Chavez so believed in socialism that when he needed an operation, he went to Cuba. He didn't trust any of his own doctors to do it. He went to Cuba because he wasn't going to come to the United States. But why would in the world would I trust a system that says, yes, we provide healthcare to everybody, but what they provide isn't worth having? If you want to argue that costs in America are too much, you won't get me to argue that there are things that we can do. There are ways that we can increase the pools in terms of insurance and other things. And I am not a believer in employer-run insurance. I think employer-run insurance is part of the issue, and we need to work aggressively on other ways to go about how people get insurance. But people should have the right not to have insurance. They shouldn't be forced into a taxation scheme, which is theft, in order to pay for somebody else's insurance. And we should recognize the value of private charity. We should recognize the value of people who give of their own dollars that aren't taken from them to help others. We should also understand capitalism in regards to medicine in terms of innovation and creation. Innovation and creation that has moved the world forward in a way that we have never seen before. The 5,000 year leap is very real. The socialists want to uh, end capitalism because they think that ending capitalism will promote everyone's needs. The problem is that by promoting everyone's needs, they get to define everyone's needs. Have we not learned our lessons? This is the story. Medicare for all that Bernie Sanders pushes, this socialized medicine garbage nonsense, you want to tell me about well, Tony? It lowers costs about two trillion dollars. It is government-run healthcare to which you are at the behest, or you are 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 the, are the subject of government. You want me to vote for subjugation? Why would I ever even come close to this idea? This is nonsense. Oh, she does admit they want a robust welfare state and an economy organized. Around profits, it can mitigate the worst inequalities. They think they can go Nordic. <sighs> Gotta fight these people. I'm Tony Katz. Tony
1: Katz.
0: Everybody Honestly, I love this song, but you got to do it the Leonard Cohen so style or it ain't nothing. Everybody I mean, it's, it's a good remake, but Leonard Cohen or, 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 or but Go find the Leonard Cohen version and we'll get back to it. I'm Tony Katz. Good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio is where you find me. Uh, an update on Sarah Jung. This is the newest member of the New York Times editorial board. She's the one who put out the tweets about white people are garbage um, and that... uh. Since white people get sunburns, is that proof they should live underground like goblins? Uh, cancel white people. Um, and uh, she is Asian. She claims that she wrote these tweets because people were attacking her because she's Asian and she writes about technology and they were attacking her. So she was just using their same tactics to attack back. Um, but they weren't responses, they were just tweets. This is who she is. It very much seems. The New York Times said, "Listen, she was just imitating the behavior of the people who harassed her, and she knows that that's not what we allow. And they're keeping her on. They're keeping her on after these these tweets. However, someone took a step uh, a further step and said, Well, if she's talking this way about white people, who else is she? Who else is she talking uh, uh, about? Um, exactly. Uh, so uh, here's uh, one, September 30th, 2015, f the police." Uh, Here's one, December uh, 2017. F the police. Oh, here is uh, June 2015. My point is that we should kill all the men prior to removing the state from marriage as an institution. Huh. Huh. That's... That, um... Whispers. March 2014. She wrote, whispers... I'm likely to actually kill zero men in my lifetime. Wow, good. I'm 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 happy for this. I am glad that 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 it's likely likely that you'll kill them. Uh, they claim at the New York Times that they checked her Twitter feed, they checked her social media, um, be before uh, hiring her. Mm, no, this is who you hired, and and I, I know. I, listen, I, you notice I haven't screamed and yelled at the New York Times. They're allowed to hire who they want. You're allowed to respond as you see fit. Now, it's funny. I have a different view of the New York Times than I do of, let's say, Netflix. Because the New York Times has proven that I'm not going to be able to get my point of view across. They've proven what they are as an institution regarding their value system and what they think is important. Now, the truth is I really should have the same point of view about Netflix. And I've talked about Netflix a lot. I've talked about how they were going to run this uh, this uh, Louis Farrakhan documentary, and now I've decided not to do it. Now Louis Farrakhan is is, is upset, and honestly, Louis, Louis Farrakhan being upset uh, can I just tell you this is immediately what comes to mind from Television City in Hollywood. Good time. Good time. Good time. I just feel great. Like I couldn't I couldn't begin to tell you how happy I am. Louis Farrakhan being upset that his documentary isn't going to play. It just fills me with joy. I mean, I want to go around handing out cookies, kissing babies, kissing babies' moms if they're hot. I just want to, that's all I want to do. It's just terrific. I just want to dance with Florida. I want to share a beer with James. It's all I want to do. And I want Michael to stop being so militant. That's all I'm looking for. That's it. Good Love that song so very much. <laughs> um, what, 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 am I? I'm sorry. Good times always, always, always gets me through. Always gets me through. What am I supposed to say? How, how else to explain uh, Lu- Lu- Louis Farrakhan? But the. Like, Netflix never should have even thought about it. Like, I actually said, listen, if Netflix is going to air it, I'm not going to put my eyeballs to it, right? I'm not going to put my eyeballs to it. It's not the totality of everything they have, but when you hire the Obamas and create a deal with them for production, when you hire Michelle Wolf and let her do this this show, uh, you, you've got Farrakhan, you're saying something. And all I've said is I get a show, and then you can show them that you you really do believe in diversity. You really do, isn't it? Wouldn't that be better? Shouldn't we want to believe in diversity? What in the hell's diversity? <clears throat> well, I, I could be wrong, but I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. Right. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the answer is sorry, New York Times. You just can't get any of our love anymore. You're you're clearly round the bend, Arthur Salzberger. The the publisher is going to tell the president he's endangering the lives of journalists, and this is the kind of woman you put on your editorial board: f the police and kill all the men and uh, cancel white people. I- I'm telling you, the the lack of 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 looking inward, the lack of 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 observational skill of oneself that is happening amongst the elitist left is stunning. But I would still be I would still say we'd be better off if we had more content on Netflix of different of different varieties. instead of telling them how dare they and we're gonna boycott them for airing X, Y and Z, I would rather that they simply also offered A, B and C as long as they're gonna offer X, Y and Z. what the hell? Offer a, B and C. or at least A and B. But with with the New York Times, I, I admit that I feel differently and I, and I don't know if that's a conflict. Or I don't know if they are fundamentally different things. I'm going to have to dig in a little bit. Netflix, hi, I, I mean, uh, the New York Times allowing a woman like this to be part of their editorial board, that's saying that she and this mind is part of what shapes the paper, what shapes the, the, the paper of record, what shapes opinions, what shapes their values. It's not just one piece, right? It's not just one column, it's someone who is involved in the in the interior in the guts of what it is they put together. I think that might be, I think that might be uh, the 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 difference. And then, man, I am I am chock full of stories where I'm like, yeah, I have no idea what's going on. I have no idea what's going on. This, if I could open it up, out of, out of something called a, a, If you want a site that I love, a source. That I love. It's called Claims Journal. It's insurance news for the, I know, right? It's ridiculous. It's insurance news for the claims industry. This is, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, check this story out. Texas, there is a place called the local public house in Plano, outside of Dallas. And they uh, had a guy there who was drinking. It's an awful story. Went home, this is September 2017. Murdered his estranged wife and seven other people. Oh my gosh. Guy's name was Spencer Height. He was later killed by police who responded to the shooting. Well, he had been drinking at this place called the local public house. Local public house has had to give up its liquor license in a settlement because of this. The claim is that uh, he was visibly intoxicated when he arrived at the bar for the second time that day. He had a uh, blood, blood alcohol limit of .33 in him. And that he also showed the bartender a knife who kept serving him drinks. Now, lose their license? They lost, the whole business is over. I'm at a. Oh, that is stunning. Everybody that to me is a fascinating story about. Is that the punishment? The it's punishment fits the crime. You know what? It's, it, I, I know I'm. I'm I know I'm, I'm going a little bit over here. Goes. But you could say something about the the bartender. Lose your liquor light. You're out of business because a guy everybody decided to kill people. I, oh. Uh, you want, you want to play the irresponsible game? It goes on and on. It goes on and on. It's a mind scramble right there. But maybe that's the way it is. Maybe that's what America wants. You tell me. Facebook Tony Katz Radio. I am Tony Katz.
1: The Trumpets they go.
0: Tony Katz, 833-468-8669, 833-468-8669, 833-GOT-TONY, going back to that that last story about guy comes to a bar, guy is already drunk, it's uh, based on the, the lawsuit, bartender keeps feeding him drinks, the drunk guy showed the bartender a knife the guy then left murdered eight people the restaurant itself loses its liquor's light liquor license it's over i i am not saying that the bartender i mean isn't that like rule number 1 one if if you think the person's drunk you, you don't serve them yeah. like isn't that rule number 1 like I, that part okay i think i understand liquor license yeah. i don't i don't know if i understand that i do not know if i understand that part at all I don't think you can get me get me to, to buy into that. What in the world have I not gotten to in terms of uh, news stories? How about President Trump there in Pennsylvania? But they can make
1: anything bad because they are the fake, fake, disgusting news.
0: Well, he's certainly uh, said it with, uh, with, with strength. And what about 2016?
1: There has never been... And even these people back here, these horrible, horrendous people. <laughs> even these people back there stand. Look at it. It looks like the Academy Awards There's so many. You ever see this? Thing? Is this the Academy Awards you're doing? Even these people, they say, probably in the history of this country, maybe in the history of the world, there has never been anything like what happened in November of 16 probably never probably never
0: happened probably why are you complaining Ari it was two years ago because because this is what he does this is President Trump so And wait a second why why can't he relive past glory I had eight years of President Obama telling me about the mess he inherited all he wanted to do was talk about uh the past and how important the past was all of a sudden it's a problem
1: no I just think you know you've done other things Donald like 2016 was great but I, I hate how he brings it up every time he speaks.
0: Hey, how about how many times he brings up the press is the problem?
1: I'll tell you what. Rush is very unhappy that Trump won. That I can tell you. But I got along great with Putin. And everybody said, wow, that was a great. That was great. A couple of hours later, I started hearing these reports that, you know, they wanted me to walk up. Here's a podium here. They wanted me to walk up and go like this. They wanted me to go up and have a boxing match. I said, "Whatever happened to diplomacy?"
0: It's an interesting, it's an interesting conversation from Trump because it's true, and I have said this before. If 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 the conversation is Russia can't be trusted, and we we have to do something about it, well, I want to hear what we're going to do about it. I want to know who's in favor of quite literally bombing Russia. I want to know who's in favor. Of uh, quite of of assassinating Vladimir Putin right there in Red Square, I want I want who's in favor of it. No, the point is is that you don't just shake your head, Ari. You look like a crazy person. If the left wants to scream that Trump's not being tough enough, if he's not being hard enough, if Russia is the problem, if Russia is evil, first I would ask why didn't Barack Obama do anything about it when he knew it was happening in terms of uh, interfering with the election, and then here we are now. Here we are now. What is the plan? What do you want to do? I want to know how many bombs Richard Blumenthal of Connecticut wants to drop. No, you you, you want to talk tough, right? You want to talk tough. You gotta to be tough with Vladimir Putin. Me, I'm thinking about what's actually tough, and I want to know how we're gonna kill the bastard. Hypothetically, please, 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 please do not send any isotopes my way. I would like to live. I do not like polonium. It's, a, it's not kosher. It's not, it's not for my people. So keep that away. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's just the reality. They're tall, they are all talk tough, but they're they not willing to do anything, and they want to be mad at President Trump for not being tough enough. I would argue that the president isn't tough enough. I would like to see him uh, doing more. I didn't like the press conference. It was a bad press conference. You don't raise up Vladimir Putin. You don't say he's got a great idea. You don't say he's made an amazing offer. The amazing offer was that we would invest we would ask questions of of Russians with Russia officials there and then they would get to ask questions of the Americans they want to with American officials there what are we that's not a good deal that's nuts that's crazy i i want no part of it whatsoever you don't do that you don't you don't elevate this guy you still do have to work with him you still got to figure out a way you don't pay any attention to the to the FACACTA left and 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 not understanding how how the real world works. Just don't elevate the guy. Other big story, other big uh, piece going around is this Vietnam vet in Connecticut. Oh, it's fantastic. So there is a city in Connecticut, and it's the city council there, and then the town council, whatever you call them. Could have been a board of ed for all I know. And, and uh, they get up to do the national anthem, and one woman takes a knee. She actually took a knee. And it's, it's all it's on videotape, and there she is. And she's got her, she's got her like her little sundress thing, a little skirt, and she takes a knee. And and it's not like she's in in some kind of reflective thought. Um, she takes the knee and she's right next to the table, and uh, uh the national anthem uh, begins, Pledge of Allegiance begins, and she's like resting her left arm on the table next to her, and she's got a hand on the knee. She's just bored by by the whole thing. Well, they have themselves one of these larger meetings where the public gets to speak, and this Vietnam vet is there. Whoo!
1: It says on my shirt, if you don't like the flag, I'll help you back your bag and get the heck out of it. And turn your back on that flag. You turned it on half of this town.
0: Not happy. It goes to the larger conversation that kneeling for the National Anthem does nothing except upset people that you're kneeling for the National Anthem. It doesn't move a single conversation forward. I We should be clear. Colin Kaepernick has not moved forward a single conversation at all on race in America, on injustice in America, on policing in America. Zero. Hasn't done it. So you can give him all the awards you want. You can you can tell me how great he is, uh, all you wish, but he hasn't done it. He hasn't been great. He hasn't done great. All he has done is talk about himself, look at, look important for himself, be able to create a a career outside of football, which by the way he had been given the deal. He got a contract extension from San Francisco. He's the one who didn't take it. So don't ever cl- blame anybody else that he didn't take it. And then there's this whole thing with Kaepernick and, and EA Sports, right? So Madden 19 comes out. And not only does, does Madden 19, the the, the football game, the, the video game, have the game, there's a soundtrack. Well, they did not have the rights at EA to use Kaepernick's name in the game. So they took him out of the game. But that did not apply to the soundtrack. And they literally edited him out of the soundtrack. His his name is used in the soundtrack. And it's like it's like when a when a rapper curses and they put in that little like blank kind of spot. And it's that. And people are like, what in the world is this? EA Sports had to apologize. Listen, we thought we had to take him out of everything. We didn't realize we could still use him in the soundtrack. It's totally our fault. There's some song that they, they wrote that has his name in it. We we apologize. Man, he 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 destroyed his own career. He chose this, and he hasn't done – show me. I mean, I don't mind. Twitter at Tony Katz. Let me know what he's done to really make the impactful difference. Show me how he's changed America's. because the only thing he has done is gotten people out of, upset that you're kneeling for the national anthem. It's the only thing he's done. That's it. That is it. Subscribe to the podcast tomorrow, everyone.